everyone. Welcome to Qian Li Zhuai, a thousand miles. This is Estella, and this is our fourth episode for the show. I'm sure that if you've been following us up till now, you've already heard that Qian Li Zhuai was a quote from Mencius describing someone who was arrogant and didn't want to let anyone get within a thousand miles of him. But I want to bring everyone who is far away with me and to learn fun Chinese idioms and where they come from. As always, we'll start from the very beginning of ancient China all the way until the modern era. I'll also introduce fun facts, interesting stories, and how native speakers use them in context. Are you ready? Let's get started with our fourth idiom, 居安思危 meaning if you are safe for now, you should prepare for unexpected contingencies that might happen someday. The background of the story is the latter part of the Zhou Dynasty, which coexisted during the period called the Spring and Autumn Period, from around 770 to 476 BC. It was a relatively peaceful period compared to the Warring States Period. The Warring States Period was a true mess in Chinese history, but we'll get to that a little later. This was around the same time as the ancient Greek civilization, the Macedonian Empire, the ancient Roman in Europe, Carthage and ancient Egypt in North Africa, and the Persian Empire in West Asia. So you probably remember the previous episode about the background of the Zhou Dynasty. King Wen took people from the Shang Dynasty in and built a great kingdom. With the contributions of his younger brother Duke Zhou, he founded the rules and the arts flourished. He helped build a strong infrastructure and made himself a legend in Chinese history. He also idolized Confucius, who later became famous worldwide as a classical Chinese philosopher and teacher for generations to come. Following the same pattern that we always see, the dynasty always starts with a wise founder, possessed of grit and perseverance. Then his son inherits the throne and maintains the status quo. But as we go through the generations. Those that follow get progressively worse, more entitled, more corrupt, and less empathetic to those they rule. Obviously, this isn't unique to Chinese history. It's a familiar theme throughout the countries of the world. Back to the latter Zhou Dynasty, things were just beginning to decline. Some of the more removed members of the royal family started plotting to overthrow the emperor of the Zhou Dynasty. Tianzi is the name we use to call a Chinese emperor. And since it's in the Zhou Dynasty, which was founded by the Zhou family, we call the emperor of the Zhou Dynasty Zhou Tianzi. Members of the royal family were similar to vassals that existed in the European Middle Ages. They were landholders by feudal tenure, on condition of homage and allegiance to the emperor, with huge amounts of money inherited from their fathers. These kids basically had nothing to do but show off and fool around. One of the vessels owned a very small state called Zhenguo that many other vessels had their eye on, and so he wanted to bribe a neighboring state owned by Jing Daogong for support. Jing Daogong took the gifts sent by Zhenguo very happily and gave them to his minister Wei Jiang, but Wei Jiang didn't want to accept the gifts and said to Jing Daogong, "We shouldn't be happy to receive gifts from Zhenguo, although things seem to be good at present." We should plan ahead to secure our future. This is how the idiom 居安思危 came about, meaning that even someone who feels that they have a safety net should prepare for unforeseen circumstances. You might be surprised that the minister didn't take what his lord had offered. 
Instead, he made a wise move and reminded his lord about possible outcomes in the future. I'm sure that we've all experienced that moment when we disagree with our boss and knew that the answer they put forward wasn't the right one. However, for the sake of friendship or job security, we held back despite knowing that things weren't going to end well. This is the reason that I admire both the minister who gave practical advice and the Lord who was amenable to it. Now, let's hear some examples of how to use it in Chinese. We live in a lot of places. Pingchangjo 跟居安思维相反这样居安忘为有一天钱花完了他一定不知道要怎么办居安思维 means that even when you are settled and comfortable you still need to have plans to deal with the unexpected For example, we prepare for earthquakes and have fire drills even though they don't happen on a regular basis The opposite of 居安思维 is 居安忘为 which means you completely forget about threats that can occur when you're living comfortably for example, a young man keeps spending all of his inheritance and never works or invests. He eventually becomes destitute with no future prospects. That's all for today. I hope you enjoyed the story and gained insight into how 居安思维 can be used in Chinese. The content was from the JIT references and scripted by Mandarinx, Zhongwenke. Follow us on Facebook and Instagram for more Chinese learning. See you next time.